You're listening to the home of cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk right here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to the Art of Love. My name is Lucia. I'm your host and a dating and relationship expert. And I'm here to entertain, educate, and enlighten you about love, dating, and relationships. Take your live calls, answer emails, solve your dating dilemmas, and speak to authors of books which I find interesting. And today we are going to talk about a great social networking site which I love and that would be Facebook. I have both a personal page and a fan page on there and of course you can find the link to that on my LA Talk Radio page and I'd love for you to become a fan and see what's up with me. <laughs> I post on there daily, usually, unless I'm really busy. And so I have the author of a book called The Facebook date book for men. Now, obviously, this is going to help men meet women because women don't need help meeting men, right? <laughs> no, but there will be tips for women, too. So if you're a woman, uh, don't leave because this should be interesting. We're going to find out all about Facebook. And here he is, Mr. Flyness. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Wonderful. You know, I didn't write down a bio for you. So I, I've actually had you on the show before last year when you were talking about MySpace and how to meet women on MySpace. So you write books about meeting women online, apparently. Yes. Do you want to give a little bio about yourself? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, again, of course, as everybody knows by now, my name is Flyness, a.k.a. your royal Flyness. Um, I previously wrote. Yes, I previously wrote um, two books, actually, um, called From My Space to My Place. Um, one is The Men's Guide to Snagging Women Online. Um, the second is The Ladies' Guide to Finding Mr. Right or Mr. Right Now Online. So this is actually the third book. It's now a trilogy, and this is the Facebook date book for men. Wow, a trilogy, kind of like a token. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're a prolific writer here. Okay, good. So we're going to find out how to meet people on Facebook because I love Facebook, don't you? Oh, yeah. Facebook is great. Exactly. So, But you say that um, it's more of a challenge to meet the people on Facebook as opposed to MySpace. Why is that? Well, yeah, it's, it's, Facebook is very unique. Um, you know, whereas with MySpace, you know, it's almost like, if you want to compare it in real-world terms, so to speak, um, MySpace is like going to the club. You know, you go to the club, you really don't know anybody there, you kind of smooth and, and kind of, you know, get to know people. And it's not, no one's going to really look at you funny if you walk up to a stranger and kind of, you know, if you're real cool about it, you can get to know someone. Um, Facebook is a little bit different. Facebook um, is more like a family reunion. Um, you know, hopefully there's no incest going on out there. I don't want to, yeah, really. you know, spread that message. <laughs> but, you know, you Facebook is really an, 
a true networking site in that people really only already usually already know each other on some level. So the challenge is unique. Um, if you don't really know how to do it the right way, people are either going to be very weirded out by your approach or you're just not going to get your message across. So that's why this book is really necessary um, to show guys, you know, how to correctly, you know, get to meet women on Facebook. Okay, so can you please explain what is this poking? <laughs> <laughs> what is the toking? No, well, poking. I mean, poking, not toking. <laughs> There's no toking. There was no <laughs> You know, the poke? Oh, the poking. Yeah, what do you think ah, I was talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, it's... <laughs> okay, misunderstood you. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, if you look at the cover of the book, for those of you out there, if you want to see the cover, you know, go to facebookdaybook.com. But um, the cover of the book actually has a finger. It's actually a the Facebook poke. <laughs> and it's coming out and poking a, a lovely young lady who looks pretty flattered by the poke. Um, the whole idea of the poke, it was actually invented by Facebook, and it's just simply a way for you to, you know, get someone's attention online. So a lot of people, you know, assume that it's a friendly gesture. Um, others like myself, especially when I was brand new to Facebook, I would just poke all the cute girls on my friends list. So that's what the poke is, and I have some very specific instructions on how to utilize the poke if you are trying to, you know, get the attention of a young woman on Facebook. Okay, well, we're going to get to that later. So let's right. start from the beginning. Uh, so you say in, estab in establishing your identity to pick a creative nickname. I didn't even know you could use a nickname. You can. You can. You can. But as I do warn in the book, you do have to be careful. I gave some very specific guidelines um, because with Facebook, um, I would say there's a whole lot there's a lot of Facebook police out there. There's a lot of policing on Facebook. Wow. You have to be pretty careful. They, they really want you to use your real government name. However, if you can maybe change your middle name to a nickname, then that's a great way to kind of, you know, establish yourself without, you know, really breaking the rules. You kind of bend the rules a little bit. Ah, okay. So you would put your first name, then Flyness, and then your last name. Maybe. Maybe. I'm a little bit different. I'm I'm a little advanced with my game. You know, if they want, you know, to get some advanced tips, they can go ahead and write me. But um, but yeah, you know, if you start out, you do want to add a little bit of intrigue. Um, maybe they could swap out their middle name. Maybe they can throw up a couple of initials. Maybe they want to just replace their last name or you know something like that. Okay. So then you talk about uh, attention getting status messages. So what would that look like? Yes, um, that could be anything. Um, <laughs> and you can't think of one now, of course. I've seen, all, I've seen I've seen all kinds of things. I mean, you could even just put something stupid or funny, or you know, you know, you could just say I I, I just walked into a bar and knocked myself out. You know, it's just a stupid joke. Um, really, the whole idea behind the whole status message thing is just to make you seem more interesting, uh, more creative. So if you have some woman on your friends list that you haven't quite gotten at yet, or if your profile is wide open for the world to see, you know, it may be worth it just to try a few um, attention-getting status messages. Okay. And then you talk about appearing with cute women. So what's, uh, what's all that about? Oh, yeah. Well, I advocate across, you know, I advocate that across the board. You know, same thing with um, the MySpace to MyPlacebook. Um, the fact of the matter is, and to all the fellas out there listening, look, 
you know, you're online, you're browsing. These ladies are online, too. As Lucia knows, you know, especially all the cute women, they get bombarded with notes all day. Oh, all day. So what are these women doing? What are these women doing? They they get their notes, right? (laughs) I I delete. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, you delete, but trust me, if it was me, you wouldn't be deleting. You'd be at it. (laughs) And you'd be poking. (laughs) You wish. (laughs) So, but, you know, I mean, the guys out there, they already know. They send out a bunch of messages. They may only get a couple back. Well, what ups your percentage of getting a reply back? The, one of the main things I talk about in the Facebook Facebook, I talk about your profile first. So with a guy's profile, he should always keep in mind to have just a few photos with some really attractive women. You know, you know, hopefully who look also happy in the picture <laughs> because it makes you look more of like a sex symbol in a way, gives you a little bit of status. And, of course, other women are going to look at that and say, hmm, he must be doing something. He has all these fly attractive women in his profile. You know, they might uh, be a little bit intrigued. So I always advocate that. Yes, good idea. But I like the way you specify cute women. (laughs) Oh, of course. (laughs) And then you say to shut up. So what does that mean? Shut up, that basically means, you know, guys have a tendency to run on a lot in their profile. Just keep it brief. You know, we don't need to know, you know, what the name of your kindergarten teacher was. You know, we don't need to know, you know, what, you know, what your sixth grade graduation was like. You know, just keep it brief. You know, keep it mysterious. Just put enough there to be alluring, but nothing more. Right. Because we don't have time to read all that anyways, most of the time. Of course. Exactly. And, um, okay, and then for the relationship status, I thought it was interesting that you said not to put that you're looking for dating. No, you don't want to do that. Um, And for a man, that's suicide. Because it all gives the impression of being a little bit too desperate. You know, if you're you're saying, well, I'm looking, I'm looking, I mean... You know, it, it kind of puts you in a subservient position as as the man. You know, for you know, for fear of sounding chauvinistic, but you know, as the man, you want to put forth the impression that she has something to gain by you know talking to you. Mm-hmm. Because as I get to later on in the book, you know, you're going to be messaging her. So when you message her, she'll immediately know, okay, this guy is interested. So therefore, you know, you want to in your profile details, you want to just kind of, you know, just kind of leave that out, just kind of omit that. You know, don't don't put like you're looking for dating because then it's like, all right, this guy's online, he's searching. You don't want to make it look like you're searching. You want to make it look like, you know, you're just there, you know, and, and she's in your world, not the other way around. Uh, but don't you think someone might think, oh, well, since he didn't put he's looking for dating or a relationship, then maybe he's already in a relationship? They could assume that, and, and that is the beauty of it. Um, if a woman assumes that, then I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh-huh, and why is that? I don't think that's a bad... Well, see, the thing is, let's be honest. You know, when a guy is in a relationship, and I'm sure you can attest, I hope you can attest, when a guy is in a relationship, Uh he usually has no problem getting into another one. It's almost like, you know, you don't... It's easier to get money when you have it. Um, Many times it's supply and demand. You know, when the supply goes down, the demand goes up. So, you know, I've, I personally find myself in many situations where I'll be single and it's like, all right, you know, where are the ladies? But as soon as I get into one relationship, then my phone never stops ringing. 
So I think um, that that's the same thing. The more you kind of, you know, keep things on a mysterious level, you don't want to lie and just say, you know, I'm in a relationship when you're not. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, even though a guy can, yeah. I'm not advocating that. But, you know, when you make it seem like you're, you're busy and you're occupied and a little bit more mysterious, then um, you'll tend to find that the, that the demand does go up. Now, here's a question somebody actually sent me a few weeks ago, and I was actually thinking the same thing. I want to get your opinion since you're the networking expert. Don't, <laughs> don't you find it interesting that more often than not on Facebook and MySpace, etc., it seems like all the very attractive people, they always put that they're single, but you know that in the background they've got to have someone for something, but yet everyone seems to be single. Hmm. Now, was that talking about men more than women Both. or women more than men? Both. Both? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I just every time I go to someone's profile, I mean, just go to Facebook now. Click on someone hot and the nine times out of ten, they're going to be single. You're like, what the heck's going on here? Right, right. <laughs> the thing is, in, in terms of that whole category, I never even look at it. Um, I tell all my, all my, uh, my male friends, all my peers, that, you know, whenever you see a woman, especially if she is, you know, between 18 and 25, always assume that if she's not in a relationship, that she's in a situation. Mm. And no matter what age she is, as a matter of fact, if she's attractive, just assume that she's in some sort of situation, if not in a relationship, because chances are she is. So there's no reason to even pay that status thing any mind, because regardless of the case, you're going to be quote-unquote, macking to her anyway. Yeah, yeah, there's always someone lurking in the background. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, then how can someone separate themselves from the pack, even if they are hot? Okay, well, man, there, there's so many ways. Well, of course, as we already spoke about, you know, make sure you, you know, you have some pictures with some very cute, attractive young ladies, you know. Um, in addition, you want to make sure that your clothing is up to par. I mean, there's so many ways. Um, make it look like you're a fun and exciting person. You want to keep things brief. Um, you know, when you message her, it, first of all, you don't ever want to start off just poking or just sending a friend request because, you know, it's kind of beating around the bush and no one wants to do that anyway. If you want to meet her, you want to take active steps to meeting her. Adding her and poking her are, are too indirect. Um, I would recommend that more for women than for men. As a man, you want to get at her directly. So those are some of the few ways that you can really establish yourself. So you're saying to send a message before you make a friend request? Yes. Or do both at the same time. I mean, of course, with Facebook, you can do a friend request and attach a message to it. Right. But I really advocate for guys, you know, it's 2009, mm -hmm. you know, women, of course, as you know, Lucia, women are getting money, women are doing their own thing, they, you know, the, the lines are really becoming blurred in terms of, you know, the power structure of this country, mm -hmm. you know, so I really advocate for men to just maintain their role as men um, in the relationship genre, you know, in the in relationship alley, and just really, you know, really put self, put forth a... Um, a powerful position, you know, a position of leadership and a position of just, ah, I'm trying to look for the word, um, but just to be that secure, dominant factor in the relationship. I agree. We want men who are men, damn it. Exactly. A real man. <laughs> That's right. They're hard to find these days. And oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
And uh, also in terms of the photos, you mentioned about not putting a shirtless photo. And I totally agree because if I see someone with a shirtless photo, I'm not interested. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if I'm looking for a relationship, you know, if I'm looking for a booty call, fine. Then I need to see what you look like without the shirt. But if I'm not looking for that, then it turns me off. Yeah, well, what guys need to realize is that, you know, men are very visual visual creatures, but we need to realize that women, while visual, women are very complex. Um, sometimes mystery, the, just, just the imagination means a little bit more. So I think um, guys really want to be careful when um, taking photos. They don't want to necessarily expose everything right away because it takes away all the sexiness and intrigue out of it. Um, Men forget how often women get messages online. Women get bombarded with messages. If if you think she's attractive, trust me, there's probably 50 other men who thought that and already sent her a message. So what's going to separate you from them? You can't just put it all out there on the line. You've got to act like, again, that you have some sort of status and that she has to get it to your level, not the other way around. Yeah, I think most women would prefer a guy who has GQ kind of pictures, you know, dressed very well and looking put together. Yes. And um, Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and, and, and you said we sometimes love mystery. We always love mystery. And right, so just because the guys are turned on by photos of a woman in a bikini, it's not the opposite way around. We don't care about a guy with a shirt off. Uh, we're more turned on by the oral, meaning the A-U-R-A-L. Right. What you say to us and write to exactly. us. So, which brings us to the next uh, topic about the first message, and I totally agree with you about not giving her compliments. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And not only compliments, see, uh, you can make a strategic compliment, but um, what I really advocate against is complimenting on complimenting her on her physical attributes mm-hmm. you know especially her sexual organs her pp13 and rated r organs you know no comments about how nice her butt looks how great her how great her breasts look you know her hips mm-hmm. you got to leave all of that out of there you know because again you you just sound like a monger you sound like a you sound like a customer at a strip club you know, and unless she's a stripper, um, you know, she may not receive that comment too well. Yeah. And even if she is a stripper, she's still a woman first. <laughs> exactly. That's true. <laughs> right? So she That's wants to, true. She wants to, I mean, it doesn't matter what you do for a living, you still want to be treated like a lady. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, I, I might disagree with that a little bit. Okay. However, <laughs> you know, at the same time, even if she is a stripper, you want to act like that that stuff doesn't even phase you. So... So in terms of just getting at women all together, your first message, you want to, you know, look past that completely. As hard as it is, you know it's there, especially if she's in a thong. You know it's there. She knows it's there. But just don't acknowledge it because then she'll wonder, hmm, does he find me attractive? You know, if if you make her wonder off of that first note, if you capture her intrigue, the game's already over. She might as well already be at your place. Uh, but don't you find also different from MySpace is that luckily uh, it seems to be more PG on Facebook. Do you see less women having their default picture of them in a bikini? Well, it, it depends. If you Sometimes if you go down into her photo albums, you'll find some very, very shocking things. I've seen some very, very risque things on Facebook. 
Yeah, but I'm saying as the, as the default picture, that seems to be more PG on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. Yes, yes. Yes. It's because, again, you know, Facebook, you know, a lot of people, you know, put their coworkers on their Facebook pages. You really didn't see that on MySpace. So, yeah, for, especially for a default picture, people tend to put forth their most professional page forward. And, and fellas, don't be fooled. A lot of these women, the most professional, um, you know, school teachers and lawyers, you'd be surprised because a lot of them have to offset that with a little, a little freak, you know? So, you know, I talk about that in the book as well, how to spot the freaks and, you know, the, the undercover freaks. Yeah, so. we're going to get to that right now, actually, because you have the three categories, the nope, yeah. the slope, and the poke. I love how you come up with these names. Um, so obviously the nope category is the women to avoid at all costs. So let's just talk about a few of these. Uh, who are the crazy women? Oh, man. Well, the crazy women, I've dealt with a lot of crazy women. I talk about this in the book as well. The crazy women are, are basically, I mean, and we all, we've known crazy women in real life. Um, and obviously, if they're crazy women in real life, there's a lot of crazies online. Mm-hmm. Probably more online because many of them stay out of the public spotlight and they just stay at home in front of their computers. So, you know, fellas overall, how to spot them, it could be anything from a bunch of, you know, cartoon, you know, pictures of them or pictures of cartoon characters as their photo. You know, a lot of them will have a, have like Tweety Bird or, or, or SpongeBob as their main picture. I immediately say, you know, stay clear because that's either a crazy woman or an underage woman. Either way, you want to stay away from them. Right. You know, um, if she seems to be overly obsessed with something, I knew one girl, she had, um, I think it was, um, um, I can't remember what it was, but it was a particular type of clothing. It was all over her page. Hello Kitty? And she just think, what was that? Hello Kitty? It might have been Hello Kitty. It was, it was one of these, one of these little, um, one of these clothing lines, one of these um, really corny looking, it looked like Japanimation almost. Mm-hmm. It was all over her page. And, and like when you see stuff like that, if it seems a little odd, for a reason, it probably is. You should probably just continue to move on because, trust me, I've been in some situations with some crazy young woman, and it's nothing that I would wish on my worst enemy. So, crazy woman, anything that just doesn't make sense, just stay away. Okay, and then also to be aware of is the con artists. Yes, yes. Um, with MySpace and definitely Facebook now, you have a lot of people um, that you've never heard of before. For the most part, the con artists on Facebook that I've seen, um, they tend to be, they tend to come in the form of friend requests that come from women who reside in other countries. So they're pretty easy to spot right now on Facebook. However, this could change in a matter of weeks. Um, I know with MySpace, um, I really don't see it anymore, but, you know, uh, a year or two back, I used to get a lot of messages from women and, you know, it would say, hey, um, you know, my profile here doesn't work, but click here to go see my other, my other, you know, my other pictures. And I would go to this other website and all of a sudden I'd get all these pop-ups and it'd, it'd be crazy. And this, you know, it's not Facebook alone. It's all over the place. So con artists, anybody asking you for money up front, anybody saying, you know, I'm in a rough situation, I'm in a bind, can you help me out? Just completely ignore that because a lot of guys get suckered in. 
Right. Okay, so let's move on to the slope women. These are the ones you say to ex exercise extreme caution. So you say young women, 18 to 21. Yes. you got to be careful because um, a lot of, you know, people don't talk about this. People say, oh, you know, guys are players. You know, guys are this, guys are that. People don't really talk about the women who are, who are the quote-unquote playettes. Um, and a lot of them reside in the 18 to 21-year-old region because, Think about it. You know, you know when a woman reaches the age of eighteen, you know she she she's legal. You know she you know she has breasts and ass and you know everything else that she could possibly want. Um, she's also at the age where she can start to go clubbing. Um, she's getting noticed for the first time and is able to act upon you know, a lot of the attention that she gets from guys. So a lot of these women are what I refer to as attention mongers or attention whores. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they get appreciated for their physical attributes. So in terms of, you know, settling down with this type of woman, you want to be really careful. Um, if you're just looking to get, you know, get your freak on and, you know, hang out with this email for, you know, a couple of days or so, then that's one thing. But in terms of embarking on a long-term relationship, with uh, a woman between the age of 18 and 21, you, you kind of want to tread lightly. Right, yeah, definitely. They're not set up for dating at that age. But then uh, you also mentioned older women, which is 30 and above. And, of course, as an older, uh, as an older woman, I have to say, what? <laughs> <laughs> so why is that? Well, <laughs> it depends. Because, again, this is in the slope category, so it all depends on what you're looking for, you know. Um, you know, on one hand, personally, I found that, you know, older women, of course, are more mature. Um, they tend to have less hang-ups about their looks. Um, if there were any insecurities that she had when she was younger, usually by the time she's in her mid-30s, she's getting over that. Um, you know, I think overall, older women are actually quite cool to get with. So, you. you know, some can look at it both ways. But at the same time, some are already laid in with baggage. Mm -hmm. so I'm sure, you know, Lucia, you have some, some fans who are, you know, who have a whole lot of baggage. They might have kids or it could just be emotional baggage that has built up over the years. Maybe they've had a lot of men who've done them dirty. Mm -hmm. So that tends to be my issue with older women. You know, no one's immune. Everybody gets criticism from flyers, so it's not just the older women, but, you know, there's good and bad. But I love how you put the older women at 30 and above. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, 30, okay, maybe 20 years ago, 30 was like, oh, my God, that's so old. But now 30's like nothing. <laughs> I mean, I heard this crazy conversation at the gym the other day, and this uh -oh. guy in his 20s was saying to this beautiful Russian girl, this uh, ballet dancer, and he's like, um, how old are you? And she said, well, I'll be 30 in a couple of weeks. He's like, 30? That's old. You might as well be 60. And I was like, damn. <laughs> Someone's got issues. But unfortunately, some wow. guys think like that, you know? Well, you know, yeah, I can, I can kind of understand that only because, you know, a lot of women, once they hit 30, it's like they're cramming for the test. It's like a lot of them are trying to... You know, once a woman hits 30, psychologically, you know, she might be thinking, you know, okay, why am I not married if she's not married by that point? Um, a lot of them may be thinking about their biological clock. Um, I've, I've dealt with women personally. They're like, huh, you know, I'm 30. You know, I don't really know what I want. 
Um, so I think we should like date for a little while and then look at, you know, getting, getting together, getting married. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, is this a contract or, mm. you know, what's going on? So I get that a lot and I actually got that fairly recently. So, you know, you, you kind of want to be a little careful. It depends on the woman. Let's leave it at that. How's that? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So then you also have, of course, the sexual freaks in this category. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, and the first thing, you know, first thing I wrote, I remember writing was, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of guys probably think that that's a typo. Like, why is that in the in the, in the the slope category? Why isn't that in the go-for-it category? Yeah. Um, and, you know, just like with anything else, you know, you want to be careful because while a freak might be, you know, really nice for a one-night stand, she could spell disaster, you know, if, she, if you get that woman pregnant, you know, um, you know, you got to be careful for STDs, of course. I always, you know, advocate for condoms and, you know, for safer sex and such. But, you know, you, you want to be careful because a lot of freaks, they're freaks for a reason. So, you know, I had one girl, you know, I don't know how much I could say on your show, so I'm going to keep it PG. Okay, good, thank you. <laughs> but I had, I had one girl, she, um, she... Mm. She she rocked my world. Let's just say she rocked my world, okay. all right? She did it so well that yes. I actually never called her again. What? Is that why no one I'm ever a, calls me again? Honest. <laughs> I never called her again. Now, I sent her another MySpace message like, you know, how you doing? But I couldn't bring myself up to it because I knew in order for her to be that good, uh-huh. she had to have, like, <laughs> I don't know. Practiced? She must have gone through training camp. <laughs> that booty camp. But yeah, it, it was. It was. It was out of this world. Like it, it was crazy. So hold it. You know, I need to know was it, what was cra- okay. She's like that for a reason. So just be careful. You know, it's okay to mess with a freak, but just kind of try to look between the lines because a lot of freaks tend to be crazy as well. Okay, but what was so good about it? Just uh, briefly, just so I know. She knew exactly what to do at the right time, with the right amount of pressure, it, it was unbelievable. It was, man, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I, I kind of, man. Are we talking about oral? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. It was, it was unbelievable. Okay, all right, understood. All right, so then, then, <laughs> we, <laughs> then we move on to the scantily clad women. Yeah. Same thing, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to a point, a lot of scantily clad women are freaks. Others are just attention freaks. They may not be real freaks, but they just might love the attention that comes with, you know, showing off their bodies. So, you know, a lot of guys, you know, obviously flock to women who don't have any clothes on or they stare and, you know, these are the women that guys tend to have fantasies about because, of course... You know, men are visual creatures, and if we see something appealing visually, then, of course, we'll be tempted. But guys need to realize that a lot of women out there are out there just for the attention. So I really, you know, tell guys to really be careful. Unless you're kind of advanced at your game and you can kind of keep your loins under control, you know, you kind of want to just really look at the why behind why she dresses the way she does. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I'm surprised that you had celebrities under the slope category. Yes, yes, yep, yep, because we have to be realistic. Um, not all celebrities are going to be, 
you know, going going to love the fact that you contact them. In fact, you know, of course, a whole lot of celebrities have, you know, PR people, uh, you know, on their Facebooks and MySpace pages. They have people answering their messages for them. Um, you know, unless your game is real crispy, so to speak, or real tight or real good, um, you're, you probably don't stand much of a chance at, you know, really getting a celebrity's attention. You might get it, oh, thank you very much for the compliment, or hope you have a great day, too. But it's going to be rare that you actually get a young lady's attention that you can actually get with. However, in this book, I do give some really good tips on maximizing those odds. I personally have met a couple of celebrities off the Internet. I don't expose anybody. But, um, you know, those who know me well know who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. And I think the bottom line is that with celebrities, you just want to remain realistic. You know, you don't want to, you know, put all your eggs in one basket because, obviously, if she's a beautiful celeb and if she's getting a lot of attention elsewhere, then, you know, you're going to want to have to, you know, you're going to have to kind of resign yourself to the fact that as, as good and as crispy, so to speak, as your game is online, She's meeting bachelors every day, every hour, every minute, probably right as you're typing that message. Mm. Okay. So then let's go into the poke category. These are the ones you want to contact. And you said women who keep to themselves. Yes. So what, are those, what does that yeah. look like, a woman who keeps to herself? Well, it's a great thing. Um, it helps when your business is not in the streets. I know um, a lot of guys, especially guys who are, you know, really – um, goal-oriented and, you know, really motivated in their careers, um, as they climb up the social ladder, they don't really want all their business out there in the streets, you know. Um, they may just want someone who's able to just be cool about a lot of things. You know, you'd be surprised. A lot of guys, you know, when you're looking, especially for a relationship or even for a free partner, let's just be honest, mm -hmm. no one really wants all their info out there, you know? Mm -hmm. No one, you know, it, it's just kind of nice just to know that, you know, you're dealing with a woman who doesn't kiss and tell. So that's a good thing. Right. So how can you tell from someone's page if that's a woman who keeps to herself? Um, if she is dressed conservatively, if her page is kind of low-key, if she's not using, like, a whole lot of loud colors. Well, actually, this is for Facebook. So... Even with her words, if her words are low-key, if, um, if she, as opposed to you, doesn't have, like, a whole lot of nicknames, if she just has a regular government name, perhaps, you know, she's a teacher, um, she kind of keeps things brief, that's probably the main thing if, um, you know, she has a bit of intrigue and aura about her page as well. Um, her pictures and her friends um, should also be in line with that. If her friends also seem low-key, then... Chances are you're dealing with a low-key young woman, um, you know. Okay. All right. So now we're going to go on to something that you and I disagree with. Uh-oh. Here we go. We're, we're going to have a face-off, young man. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, well, you know what? I'll ex let you explain your point of view. I understand your point of view, but then I'll explain my point of view. And that is regarding the, okay, you say, if you request that she calls you and she replies asking you to call her, it may be excusable if she offers a reason. This is normally a defense mechanism women use to maintain control over the interaction. Would you like to respond? Oh, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. And overall, overall, guys, listen, listen to me. Listen to, I'm talking through your speakers. <laughs> guys, 
if you offer, and I don't care if you offer to exchange, I don't care if you just ask for her number, or I don't care if you offer your number. If you make a phone number request of any sort, and if she replies with anything, any kind of counter offer, without a reasonable explanation, fellas, it's a test. So what I always tell guys, no matter what the case is, you really want to be discerning and you really want to be um, adamant. And even if you do kind of accept her, you know, accept her counteroffer and you, you know, you call her or you call her at a different time or whatever, you really want to, you know, kind of address it and be like, you know, hey, what was that about? Because what a lot of guys do, they fail those very beginning tests and there goes the whole relationship or the whole interaction. She'll you know, mistake you as kind of a weak man. And I always advocate for manhood. You know, a lot of guys lose that these days. So overall, yeah, I, I stand by that 100%. <laughs> I approve this message. Linus approves this message. Guys, if you offer your number, if you make a phone number request, she has a kind of offer, address it. If not, deny it. Um, okay, I totally agree. It is absolutely a test. But it's not a uh -oh. test in order to gain control. Um, it's a mm. test to see. We want to know, okay, a man likes to chase and initiate, et cetera, et cetera. So we want to know, are you a man or not? So that's the reason we say, no, I would prefer that you call me. So we want you to step up to the plate and be a man. And so if you want us to call, if you want us to call you, the women, that means you want us to do your job. Therefore, I see you as not wanting to step up to the plate and be a man. So it's like, if I tell you to call me, um, will you do it? And if you're going to give me lip about it, then I might think twice about wanting to see you. Well, at the same time, yes. Miss Lucia. Yes, Mr. Flynnis. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that, you know, a lot of women, and you know this, I know you know this, to be honest with me, you uh, know I, a lot of women, they give out their numbers, and it, it doesn't matter how much interest or lack of interest a female may have in a guy, she may give him her number anyway. So there's there's no real um, there's no real calling a female can be a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Many times it is. A woman doesn't have to have any interest in a guy to give him to give him her number. But if she calls a guy, it has to mean that she has interest. Because why would she waste her time? Right. But if you call, if like you their call, ego's blown up. If you call and she doesn't call you back, that also gives you the same message that she's not interested. If you call her and she does not call back? Yes. Then you have your answer as to whether she's interested or not. But well, many times well, but then again, a lot of guys see, now this is the I can I could take the blame on behalf of all men everywhere that yeah, a lot of guys will call a woman, you know, he'll say, Hey Susie, you know, you look really nice, you know, I'd love to get to know you, what's your number? And Susie may not give a give a Right Darn about Fred. <laughs> yeah. But Susie may give Fred her phone number. Fred will call. Susie won't answer. And Fred will call 500 times. Well, Fred's retarded. So, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and I take the rap for guys. A lot of guys do that because yeah, I know. we think, rationalize and say, well, if she wasn't interested, then why would she give me her number? So that's what I tell guys. Guys, look, if you want to know for, for certain if a woman is interested, at least offer to exchange numbers. If not, just have her call you. And on Facebook, advocate if you know that she's online or if she's, if she's not online now, if she's online relatively frequently, have her call you right then and there. Be like, look, what are you doing right now? She says nothing much. Say, call me right now. 
that way you know you'll know immediately whether or not this woman is really interested in you or if you're just a pastime while she's online and checking her messages what if she's busy well look the, the bottom line is this if, if she's interested enough mm-hmm. she'll drop or modify her schedule look unless she's Oprah Winfrey <laughs> or <laughs> you know what I mean or, or, or whoever unless she's a celebrity Look, even then, look, even Barack Obama has time for a press conference. If she's if she's interested, she'll make time. Period. Period. <laughs> and and if he's a man, he'll pick up the phone and call her. So let's move on to the next topic. I don't want to stay oh, on this. <laughs> um, okay, so you say there's some ways to not start off a Facebook interaction. So give a few tips on that. Okay. Well, the first one is what we first talked about, which is the poke. You don't want to start off with a poke. That's a bad way to start off. Mm-hmm. That's way number one. Um, another way not to start off an interaction is with a friend request. Not good. You're not direct enough. Um, another way not to start off an interaction, um, the third and final way that a lot of guys kind of fall into, is with a brown-nosing message. Like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you're so great. Oh, I love your page. That is a... <laughs> Big mistake. So those are like the three main ways not to start off. That will land you in the doghouse quickly. Yeah, and you actually give five ways. And so if people are interested in the other two ways, they can, of course, get the book at Facebook. Well, there you go. Facebook. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, now, I love this part. You said that uh, I found nothing that gets a woman's attention like another woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're going to – you say this is a waste – way to provoke a war. So give me your uh, war theory here. Yeah, well, I actually have a chapter in a book. I believe it's called War Tactics, if I'm not mistaken. And with Facebook, I actually learned this tip a while ago, but I learned it by accident. You know, I was actually, you know, kicking it, you know, so to speak, or dating or, you know, hanging out with a young woman at the time. And um, at the same time, another woman took interest in me, probably because of the first woman. I wouldn't doubt it. And what would happen was the woman I was dating um, would leave me messages on my wall, you know, how are you doing? Hope you're having a great day. And meanwhile, the second woman would message, you know, she would see that and she'd write a message. You know, I hope you're having a great, great day. And then the first woman would say, well, you know, I hope you're having a better day. What did you do? And then the other woman would say, you know, I, I, you know, it would it would be like a back and forth thing, and it would be so interesting because I would just sit back and say, wow, you know, I I feel like a king right now, and I even got messages in my inbox, you know, from 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 my male friends saying, you know, who are those two girls fighting for you? You know, it's so interesting how you know one could you know, not only be, you know, witness something like that, but also provoke it. So I talk about ways to kind of get women to fight over you because when you have that on your board, you know, it really ups your status. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know. I totally agree. So is that what you call the Tigger approach? The, no, the Tigger approach is a little bit different. Um, Tigger is a nickname for one of my best friends. Um, the cartoon character. He's your best friend. <laughs> You know what? I don't even know how he got that nickname, to be honest with you. But, um, but yeah, we, we've always called him Tigger. Um, actually met him through a mutual friend, and, you know, him and I have been, have been cool for, you know, for a few years. But 
he and he does this all the time. I don't even know if he realizes he does it, but what he does is, you know, he'll be he'll be anywhere, and of course he carries a smartphone. I think he has an iPhone, and so he'll log into Facebook, you know, through Facebook Mobile, and whatever he's doing, he'll just leave very simple but catchy or catch you know attention getting um, status messages. That's what the Tigger approach is. So he'll say something like. Mm, I'm so hungry. Wish someone could, you know, cook me something. And, you know, he has a couple of females that he's already, you know, who, who are already interested in him. So, of course, they're the first ones to say, oh, I'll make you some ribs. Do you like ribs, baby? <laughs> you know, and then another female will say, see it and she'll reply. And it'll just be this long list of replies. So sometimes the simplest thing, can really go a long way. He'll leave messages like, I'm hungry, or, you know, you know, you know, he'll say his name, so he'll say something like, you know, Tigger needs a hug, or, you know, you know, Tigger needs his head rubbed. And the girls will listen and, and say, oh, you know, I'll rub your head, I'll, 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 I'll rub your back. So, you know, that's kind of stuff works. So that, that's the Tigger approach. Wow. Very cool. I, I agree. So then you also mentioned about taking your camera everywhere. Now, um, you know, when I really started getting into iPhone a few months ago, I have luckily an iPhone, and of course I have the Facebook application, and, you know, I was getting carried away with it because everywhere I'd go, I'd be like, okay, because I was at a wedding, and so before the wedding, I got a bunch of pictures taken of myself with my phone, and then it's like, okay, I got to go upload these, upload these on Facebook before I can go to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, um, you know, just taking your camera, because you never know who you're going to see. You never know who you'll run into. Um, you know, see, if you have a, first of all, if you have a phone with a camera built in, you're fine. Um, there's really no excuse not to have some sort of camera with you, even if you have a disposable camera. You know, just, you know, spend four ninety nine at your local Walgreens or CVS and, and get a camera, get something so... You know, when you go out, especially guys, you know, if you see an attractive woman somewhere, you know, get to know her, snap a picture, and then that's something that you'll have forever. And that's the gift that keeps on giving. You you post that picture up with you and that beautiful Lucia looking of a woman mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> show it off, you know. Uh, it's you know, Lucia, you, when you and I meet, you know, we're yes. going to, you know, stand together. I'm going to take a picture, yes. and it's going to be everywhere. And, <laughs> and you're going to be helping my game more than you can imagine. Oh, boy. <laughs> in that case, I'm not posing with you. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, it's actually funny you mentioned that because at this wedding, actually at the reception afterwards, I was with my, with my girlfriend, and she was trying to make someone on her Facebook friends jealous. So we're, like, looking for someone of her to take a picture with. And, and we nabbed, like, who we thought was the waiter, and then he's posing. All of a sudden, I see a ring on his finger. I'm like, is that a ring? He goes, yeah, I'm married. And we're like, married? <laughs> and we're like, we thought you were the waiter. He's like, no, I'm the co-owner of the restaurant. <laughs> wow. So we're like, okay, we're going to have to Photoshop that ring off that finger. There you go. There you go. See? So, you know, and that, that's a lesson. All you guys listening women are up on the game. See, she was already doing this. Mm-hmm. So, guys, you need to catch up. When, when, when you're out, have your camera ready. You see a cute girl. You could be on vacation, especially on vacation. You're not going to see her again anyway. So you might as well, you know, just take some pictures, and that could be with you forever. Yes. Okay, so then finally I want to ask you about the Honesty Box app, because I had never heard of it. What is that? Okay. Well, Honesty Box is a great thing. It's actually how I met my ex-girlfriend. 
Um, yeah, you know, so basically, all it is is it's an application that you can download. You can actually um, put it in on Google. You can put in Facebook Honesty Box into a Google search, or you can just go right onto Facebook and you enter it in the little search field, put in Honesty Box. Um, after you download it, um, you're able to message anybody else who has Honesty Box. It's very widely used. Um, you can message anybody else who's currently on Honesty Box, and you can just send them an anonymous message. And the recipient of that message um, gets the message, and all they know about the person who sent it is their gender. That's it. Wow. So it enables you to, you know, keep an anonymous, you know, aura about yourself, once again contributing to the whole mystery side of yourself. So it gives you a lot of advantages. So this is kind of like when you're in junior high and you leave a note in someone's locker saying, I like you. Yeah, it's even better than that because, <laughs> uh, you know, you don't, you don't have to, you can say much more explicit things. And that's the one time that I actually advocate and say it's okay to be explicit um, in an honesty box message because it adds to that intrigue and it's much more of a, you know, bad boy kind of thing. So for guys who are looking to, you know, bring out the bad boy in themselves a little bit more, I definitely advocate the honesty box. It always works. All right. Well, thank you so much for, again, being a great guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the book, The Facebook Date Book for Men, and the website. Finest, you want to give the website? Yeah, the website is www.facebookdatebook.com. I have some free excerpts. Um, there's a whole lot more that we didn't even get to, so this is a great book, guys. Update your game, upgrade your game. Go to facebookdatebook.com. All right. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All take right. it easy. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, and we've come yet to the end of another show. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I always have something going on, you can go to theartoflove.net and sign up there. You can also go to lessonsoflove.net and read an excerpt from my book, which is Lucia's Lessons of Love, where I answer the most asked dating questions. And um, that is it. So I will see you next week. And in the meantime, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio.